Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At this point, most shows are winding down. Roy is just getting started. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I'm receiving quite a few emails from uh, the West to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com saying, wait a minute, we don't all dislike Maxime Bernier because he's from Quebec. I'm getting quite a bit of support for um, by way of email for Maxime Bernier for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada. Anyway, tomorrow it's uh, Andrew Scheer. Bill O'Reilly's lawyer states there is irrefutable evidence of a political smear campaign against his client, which forced O'Reilly out of his Fox News channel 8 p.m. slot, and his reported $25 million annual salary. Lisa Bloom is the daughter of Gloria Allred. She's uh, the lawyer for several of the women who accuse O'Reilly of sexual harassment. And joining us is Gloria Allred, um, one of the, um, certainly in the United States, and I think beyond the United States, human rights and women right, women's rights lawyers. Her book is Fight Back and Win. Ms. Allred, well, you and I talk about sexual harassment, sexual assault by stars, well-known people, well-known men, on far too regular a basis. Are we, do we have a situation going on here where we have, um, where it's a generational thing or is it a power thing? Is it an environment thing? I'm in this environment. I can do anything I want. What's going on? What, how, do you, how do you define this? Well, I would define it as, uh, yes, as in your words, a power thing, an abuse of power uh, by those who are in power against those who have little or no power. And in terms of the environment that you mentioned, Roy, of course, it's the workplace, and it's the employer who has control or should be monitoring the workplace to make sure that it is safe for the workers there, and I would say particularly women, because women are, frankly, much more likely to be sexually harassed than men, although men also have a right to be able to do their jobs without being sexually harassed. And we have, over the 41 years that I've been practicing law, been the leader in sexual harassment uh, cases in the United States, uh, and we've, we've won hundreds of millions of dollars in reference for victims of sexual harassment, and they have a right to be compensated if uh, they are able to prove that, in fact, they have been sexually harassed or retaliated against because they protested sexual harassment. You've said that Bill O'Reilly has only himself to blame. Uh, what are you saying to Bill O'Reilly? Well, you know, all I can say is, I mean, his attorney has made a statement that somehow this is a political smear or... You know, what, you know, the claims are unfounded. Well, all I can say is, you know, if, if anyone who was accused of sexual harassment would like to be able to have the case go to trial and have a jury decide whether or not the accuser is, in fact, you know, should prevail, does have evidence uh, sufficient under the law to prove sexual harassment, then, of course, he... You know, any accused would have the right to have that case tried in a court of law, 
and is not required, you know, to make any kind of settlement, which which would cause there not to be a case in a court of law. So all I can say is this allegation is made by his attorneys. Let's see the evidence to support the allegation. Anyone could throw out a theory, but is there going to be evidence to support that theory? I think that there is no evidence to support the theory that this was political. And I say when they say the claims are unfounded, which claims are they talking about? Who are they talking about? What is their evidence to support the allegation that claims are unfounded? Now, what does $13 million in out-of-court settlements represent? Sounds like big money. So does $13 million paid to five women imply the harassment was specific and long ongoing, more than complimenting on appearance once or twice? You know, all I can say is that, you know, in general, as to most employers, and in general, as to most perpetrators, where there is a significant amount paid, right. that usually indicates that there was evidence presented to the employer or to the accused such that they felt that the risk was less to, to, re, to settle it uh, than to litigate it and potentially have such evidence presented to a jury. Yeah, That's we don't... their assessment. They could be right. They could be wrong. But that's the assessment. If, in fact, it's true that that's the amount of money that was paid, that's not what we call nuisance value. Nuisance value is if an employer decides to resolve a matter for 5000 or $10,000, you know, then they have a strong argument that they just want to get rid of it and not be bothered and not incur the cost of litigation. Where there are substantial you know, amounts paid by employers... And, and, you know, certainly anything, you know, we're talking, if, if numbers are in the millions, there's a substantial amount, then obviously the employer has decided that it's not an acceptable risk to take to continue to litigate the case. But whatever they, you know, we'll never know the reasons. We'll never know if, in fact, that's the correct amount. All we can say is, you know, we all have to pay attention if, in fact, uh, an employer pays those numbers. And let's talk about the victims because, you know, people, you know, will name perpetrators, but victims matter too. And, in fact, victims to me matter the most because we represent victims. And, you know, sometimes if, if, if people are sexually harassed in the job, they're being denied their right to equal employment opportunity. They can't enjoy that right. It's a form of sex discrimination to be sexually harassed. And they're placed in a no-win situation. And I've had, you know, people contact me, victims, and they don't want to go public, but they want me to know what's going on. They want to know what rights, if any, they have. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's a no-win situation from the start, because if they say yes and agree to go along with sexual advances, then, you know, sometimes the perpetrator will get tired of them and not want to deal with them anymore in the workplace and make sure they're fired. Uh, if they don't go along with it, then the perpetrator may go into ego shock and also ultimately want them to be fired uh, or, you know, demoted or suffer some other kind of, you know, denigration of their employment opportunity. So it, it's not a good thing to have in the workplace, and any, perp any employer must be sure that it's not a hostile workplace 
and that it's a safe workplace free of sexual harassment. You know, it would seem, I think, logical to assume that Fox senior management, if they didn't know what was going on, they had a good idea of what was going on. They had the Roger Ailes issue just a couple of months ago. Bill O'Reilly has a bit of a reputation, from what I understand, not being particularly popular with his with his co-workers. And, uh, and, and if, in fact, Fox did pay part of that spoken about $13 million, then they knew what was going on. Then they, they, they knew what was going on, and they were paying, i got to be careful what I say, but they were paying to, to, for, for silence. Um, and if Bill O'Reilly is fired, that sends a strong message to others as well. If it can happen to Bill O'Reilly, it can happen to anybody. Um, but would you, would, is it your sense that Fox management had to have an idea of what was going on, and it was a return on investment issue as long as as long as we don't lose money, we'll keep keep O'Reilly? I mean, I don't want to be too cynical about it. Well, all I can say is that apparently there's also a criminal investigation going on uh, in reference to, you know, in reference to Fox. And, and, and all I can say is, uh, you know, I think we need to await that investigation and the results of that. But I, I will say at, at some point, and just speaking in general, uh, employers are going to be aware of allegations of sexual harassment. And if there are serial allegations, multiple allegations, then I would say for most employers, ultimately, there's not only going to be discipline of the accused if they find sufficient evidence to support that discipline, but at some point, the employee is no longer going to be working with the corporation because there's too much risk involved for the corporation. But it's, a, it's an interesting calculus that employers have to do. Yeah. You know, weighing the wrong, weighing the value of the accused, uh, weighing the evidence, weighing the brand, uh, po- the possible damage to the brand. Uh, and so there are a lot, of, a lot of, you know, calculations that go into the ultimate result. Final question for you. When a woman accepts an out-of-court settlement from a man who is sexually harassing her, is she empowering that man to continue making him confident that money will buy silence? Well, you know, I have done literally thousands of confidential settlements, you know, with all kinds of employers. And, you know, all, of course, you know, employers often want to buy peace, and they don't want to have it discussed any more than it has been discussed. Uh, from the victim's point of view, sometimes victims, they don't want their name out there. They don't want to have to go through a trial. They don't want to have the risks. They don't want to, They just want to get their therapy or whatever, you know, whatever compensation they can get for the pain and suffering they've endured and potentially the economic loss that they've endured, and they want to go on with their life. So, you know, sometimes they're not adverse to confidential settlements to victims, or sometimes they wish they could tell their story and be able to get the compensation that they deserve to have. But, you know, if there's significant compensation paid, that often is a message not only to the corporation but also to the perpetrator of the wrong that, you know, there's a cost involved in sexual harassment. And the cost should not be borne by the victim. It should be borne by the perpetrator and the corporation that allows it. I do have one more question for you. Um there, are, will, there will be people, there will be fans of Bill O'Reilly, as there were fans of Bill Cosby, and still are fans of Bill Cosby, who will say, no, 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 
these are just people trying to take advantage of him, which is essentially what O'Reilly said, is if you're powerful and wealthy, people will try to take advantage of you. That's why they're picking on me. Essentially uh, the same argument that Cosby made from time to time. What do you say to the people who will continue to insist that can't possibly have done it. He's just being taken advantage of, I believe, O'Reilly. You know, I think they're going to have to draw their own conclusions in the court of public opinion. But having said that, a very successful other show host at Fox News is Sean Hannity. Right. And uh, there have been no public allegations of sexual harassment uh, that I know of that have been leveled against Sean Hannity. Right. So that's something everybody needs to take into account. And there is some talk about some other Fox hosts, male Fox hosts, who may also be investigated for sexual harassment. I don't know who is being investigated for what, but, you know, we'll we'll have to see. I think that, you know, all employers just better be vigilant. All employers. women are going to not be silent anymore. They're empowered in a way they never have been before. Ms. Allred, good to talk to you as always. Thanks so much for the time. Anytime. Thank you, Roy. All the best. Gloria Allred, her book is Fight Back and Win. For 45 years, she's been handling uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, and sexual abuse cases uh, women have brought against men. And I have a few minutes for a call or two at 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Here's what I'm asking you to do. I don't, want, I don't want you to tell me whether you think O'Reilly's guilty or, or not guilty. Uh, that's just guessing. We, we don't know. But I'd like to hear from a woman or two who have been the victims of sexual harassment. And you've, you've, you've reported it to your employer. You've reported it to HR. You've tried to get it resolved. What happened? Was it resolved? Or were you disbelieved? Did it cost you your job? If you've been the victim of sexual harassment and you reported it, what happened? 1-800-263-2428. I'm not going to ask you for a definition of sexual harassment either. We get, we get hung up in trying to define it. If, if you feel like you've been sexually harassed, there's enough of a reason to at least investigate If you're a woman who has reported sexual harassment to your employer, human rights, or at least the uh, human resources, what happened? Did you get satisfaction or were you pushed aside? Give me a call. 1-800-263-2428. 